Hello, CPA masterminders. Welcome to today's training, Quality Clients. Today is Wednesday, August 10th. My name is Emma Richter. I'm a former CPA. I've worked in both uh, private and public accounting, and I have been an accounting professor for the last 20 years. And I'm a certified life coach. And I love this work and I think it's important for everyone, but there's a special kind of magic when you combine the analytical and logical skills of someone like a CPA with the soft skills you'll learn from working with a life coach. We hear the word mindset thrown around a lot these days, and that's exactly what a life coach can help you with. It's what we're working on today. And to boil it down, your mindset is really just the thoughts that you think and believe on a regular basis, not the random thoughts you have after a particularly bad day, but the thoughts you have every day. And notice I said believe, which means you don't have to believe all of your own thoughts, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so this is being recorded. You will be able to get the audio replay within 48 hours on the private podcast feed. The agenda for today is I'll take 15 minutes or so to introduce the topic, and then we'll move into coaching for the rest of the hour. Anytime during this training, feel free to put your questions in the Q&A box. If you want live coaching, when we get to that, um, raise your little hand icon and I'll bring you on live. Please be safe, not driving, and if possible, in a quiet and distraction-free location. You can change your name to anonymous and if um, if you'd like to and just remember that coaching helps everybody whether they are on this call with you or listening to the recording later it's always a help to hear someone else get coached other ways you can get coached you can type in a question to the chat at any time use shift enter to do multiple lines and you can also submit questions in advance by emailing hello at geraldinecarter.com and don't forget your, um, your private 20-minute coaching session inside the CPA Mastermind page. 20 minutes might not seem like very long, but you'll be surprised at how much clarity you can get on an issue when the coach is both helping you with your focus and observing your thoughts as an independent observer. I like to think of it like a golf coach. A coach observes your swing from a very different vantage point than you do experiencing the swing yourself, and therefore, they can help you clear up problems much faster than you can on your own. Okay, so I'm going to pull up the chat Q&A here real quick, make sure I have that. All right, so on to today's topic of quality clients. So I'm gonna go through a list of ways to get quality clients and then we'll look at thoughts that might, so your mindset that might be holding you back from implementing these ideas. These tips come from an article by Lee Rosen who um, incidentally is a lawyer, not an accountant, but the same strategies apply. I'll get to those steps in a minute, but first I wanna address the issue of who is a quality client. A quality client is whoever you decide they are. Quality client is a relative term, meaning, which means it relates to objects. In this case, it's clients and your business. A quality client to me may not be a quality client to you. Another way to think about it is everyone is a quality client to somebody, but that somebody might not be you. 
It is certainly not a determination of someone's worth. And if you decide someone's not a quality client for you, it doesn't mean that you think they are unworthy or bad or undeserving of help. Nothing like that. You determine who quality clients are for your company and, and that might change over time or if you change niches or as you gain experience. So these steps that I'm gonna go through assume that you have decided on who quality clients are for you and now you want to start engaging them. So the first strategy is don't accept cast-offs. Referrals, yes. Cast-offs, no. If the client fits your niche exactly and are clearly not in the referring company's niche, that's probably a referral. But if it's not obvious why they're referring to this client to you, don't accept the client before asking some questions, which makes sense. But then you have a thought which causes you trouble, something like, well, I shouldn't be questioning other CPAs intentions. Or if I question this client, they'll never refer to me again. Or the referring CPA is going to think I'm rude or not nice for not immediately taking their client. But the truth is that we never control what anyone else does or says, and maybe they won't refer your clients to you anymore, but if they're not referring quality clients to you, then you're not really, it's not really a loss. Or maybe you could take the time, thank them for the referral, and then explain to them why you don't want to accept this client, but who you would accept. And then you can ask them for the same information and then hopefully get better referrals in the future. Don't feel like you have to accept any client just because another CPA is sending them your way. So the next strategy for getting quality clients is to narrowly define your niche, which I know we talk a lot about in this program. Your niche is where you begin to define what a quality client is to you. It's where you decide a category of people you want to serve. That all sounds great until you have a client sitting in front of you who is a quality client for another niche, but not your niche. <laughs> it's easy to think of all the clients that you now are not going to be working with. And it's hard to turn down someone that's asking for your help. You might think, I feel so guilty for not helping them or I can help them. So I should help them. But are you really the best person for this client? If your heart or expertise is not in it, then you're not the best person for them. And if you really want to help them, say no. And if you can, give them a referral to another CPA. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do for a client is to free them up for a client or for a practitioner who will treasure them as their ideal client. Another step, third step related to have is related to having a niche, but now we're focusing on the client. So the niche narrows down to a category, but in this step, we're actually like creating the client, our ideal client. Once you've done that, you can begin to build your practice around attracting that ideal client. This could be your website, the colors you choose, the charities you support, the magazines in your waiting room. You could gear everything toward this ideal client. But a big thought that may be stopping you in your tracks when you're trying to define this client is I have to get this exactly right. 
don't let the word um, ideal turn into perfect. The purpose of defining an ideal client is that you develop systems and techniques and tactics to attract your quality clients. So instead of thinking of this as the perfect client, think of your ideal client as the client on which you wanna focus your efforts. The word focus really changes the dynamic from something unobtainable, like perfect, to constraint, which is 100% in your control. Step number four to creating a roster of quality clients is to keep your business expense in check. For example, if you hire someone before you really need to, if you outspend your income, you put yourself in a position where you can't turn down clients. You have to accept a client that's not quality to you. And this turns into a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy as now you have to accept more clients to pay for your employees. So thoughts that may prevent you, it's like you know you should keep your expenses down, but then there are these sneaky thoughts like, Successful firms hire a new employee every year. That's how everyone knows they're doing well. Or we should have fancier offices like so-and-so firm. Or, and I think this one is a particularly sneaky thought, we need to have the capacity for as many clients as possible. But putting your, uh, putting your company in a desperate position will ensure that you have to accept non-quality clients. Because if you remember the the goal, quality, quantity is not the goal, quality is. Your goal is actually to limit capacity by limiting expenses, which means that you generate more business than you can actually handle. And then you will have the pick of the best people for your clients. The next step in generating your roster of quality clients is to determine what makes your ideal client happy and deliver that? Which I know you're thinking this, well, that seems obvious, but the thinking that gets you in trouble in this area is that just doing your job is really what makes a client happy. You could think, um, I filed their return. They didn't get audited. They should be happy. Or the client shouldn't need anything more from me than to just do what they hired me for. But delivering a result in only is only part of what makes a client happy. What makes clients happy and willing to refer their friends and colleagues to you is more than just doing the work for which you were hired. The feeling of connection, being heard, being understood, being supported, that's what truly makes a client happy. And the beauty is really in the eye of the beholder here. You're going to have to figure out, maybe through trial and error, what makes your ideal client happy. You have to think from their perspective and be willing to change your definition of your job. Because if your job is to make clients happy, that may involve things other than just accounting. So let's go on to another step. Another step in getting our quality clients is to increase marketing. You want to create sufficient demand to have a surplus of clients, a surplus, not just enough, but more than you need. It's easy to think you don't need to market because you have enough clients to keep you busy, but are they all quality clients? And even if they are, what happens if you lose a few? If you don't have clients sort of waiting in the wings, 
then you're going to have to pick up whoever comes to your door. And the idea of who is picking who is very powerful. If your clients are picking you, then you're at a, you're at a disadvantage. But if you are in the position to pick your clients, because there are so many people who are interested in your work, you're in the driver's seat and you can pick only the best clients for your firm. And that surplus happens when you are known, liked, and trusted in your niche because you have created sufficient demand. That demand is partly created through word of mouth, which is why we want to make happy clients, but also through marketing and um, that marketing that speaks to your ideal client in your niche. And the last thought, and this isn't really a step, but a thought that might prevent you from working on these quality clients is that it has to be done today. Uh, cultivating uh, quality clients, a nice roster of quality clients is a process that takes time. Even defining what a quality client is to you takes time. You know, you've worked on your niche and that it takes time to figure out what your niche is, to narrow it down. It's going to be the same for you for quality clients. It takes time. And there's really no there, like perfect there to get there where you're not working on your business. There's always changes. There's always ways to uplevel your business. Enjoying the process and staying present in the now is what enables you to be patient. And being patient is what will help you carefully fill your client list with quality. Appreciate all of your clients, whether they are quality or not. You can be sad to see a client go to another CPA. You can be sad to have to refer them out because you've enjoyed working with them and still know that you're making the right decision, both for you and for the client. It's always hard to choose between better over good. Having any clients is good. Having quality clients is better. And um, being able to let a, a client go or not accepting a client who's not quality to you is difficult, but being able to stick with your business plan, even if you're a little bit afraid, <laughs> will get you where you wanna be with your business and will fill your roster with quality clients. So, you know, when you first start out, it may be a situation where any client is a quality client for you because you're just happy to have business. You're just excited to have any clients. But then as your firm grows, as you change, as you develop a niche, you start excluding people. And there is nothing wrong with referring someone out to somebody else who's brand new and is thrilled to have anybody for a client, even if they're not your quality client that you want to keep in your niche. So that is about all I have for today. And we can do some coaching if anyone is interested. And Remember, um, if you don't want to do group coaching today, there's always your private coaching. The private coaching, this call is recorded um, and will be on the private podcast, but the private coaching is not recorded and um, nobody else will see it other than you and your coach. So you can always go to that private uh, coaching session and do some coaching. All right. Don't see any questions. All right. If there's no questions for today, thank you for coming and um, start working on your 
roster of quality clients and go make a 20 minute private coaching appointment. You will be, you'll be impressed at what you can get done. Bye-bye.